G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. Welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2022. And today, Mike, we are talking about one of Australia's best friends. Yes, the United Kingdom. Well, I mean, we have been a bit harsh lately on points, <laughs> but overall, we do give them more points on average than any other nation. Yeah, well, I mean, there's some cultural, pretty strong cultural ties there, isn't there? Exactly. I mean, we did have Terry Wogan commentary for decades, so we are quite aligned culturally and with Eurovision. Yes, well, let's have a little chat about the UK and how they're going in their form guide. <laughs> let's be honest here, Dale, it hasn't been going well. No. Um, look, they haven't had a top 10 finish since 2009. Now, we We've had 11 cracks at it, and we've made the left-hand side of the scoreboard once since then. So, you know, since Vienna 2015, only Lucy's been able to crack 100 points, and we've had split vote. So Mm. that goes to show there's some sort of blockage going on there, whether it be with juries or whether it be with tally vote. Now, unfortunately, we are coming off two last uh, place finishes in the grand final, reaching its nadir last year with nil points from both the jury and the tally vote. Now, that is the first time that has happened since we've had the jury and televote split. So, I guess the only way is up here for the United Kingdom. Oh, yeah, exactly. It can't get any worse. That really was the bottom of the barrel last year, even though I still think that was a little bit harsh. Hmm. Um, it, it deserved more than zero. Exactly. It just goes to show you, it's not just about having a good song, it's about having a good competition song. Yes, and what we've got this year, Dale, we have Sam Ryder and Spaceman. about Sam for a little bit. He's actually 32 years old. He's from Essex, outside of London. Um, He's actually had quite a long history in the music industry before recent years. He was in a lot of metal and rock bands and kind of like glam punk rocky things for a while there. Got the hair for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the voice as well. Late uh, 2000s into the early 2010s. He was in bands in both the UK and in a Canadian band as well. So he did a lot of stuff, tried to make a solo career out of it, was kind of struggling there for a while and basically turned to TikTok during the pandemic. And then that's where everything took off for him. He thought, why not give it a crack? And it did very well because he has 12 million followers on the platform, was announced UK's TikTok Artist of the Year in 2020. He then started releasing his own um, music as a solo artist, a five-track EP, doing tours, releasing singles with over 12 million streams on Spotify. And yeah, he's certainly turned things around very quickly from that kind of struggling musician to someone who's getting some global recognition in some parts. And it's good to see social media does allow those artists to really put themselves out there and let it grow organically if they're not being backed by a record company, for example. Well, let's have a talk about how we got Spaceman. It was an internal selection from the UK broadcaster BBC. Now, they announced back in October 2021 that they would be entering into a collaboration with music music management company Tap Music, which Sam is a member of. Now, Tap Music are a global publishing and management company behind global stars such as Dua Lipa, Lana Del Rey, Ellie Goulding, among a lot of others. 
Now, this is not the first collaboration BBC have had with a record label or a management company. They were involved with BMG for their last two entries, but that relationship has ended, and we now have Tap, and we now have Sam. Yes, and sometimes when you get rid of one relationship, the next one can be better, and I think maybe it could be on that track. So should we talk about some of the potential um, good pro points of this entry, Mike? You can kick us off there, Dale. Well, let's just start with the obvious. Sam Ryder and that voice. The reason he got discovered, the reason he got big was literally singing into a phone with that voice alone. And that instrument of his is incredible. And when he's absolutely nailing it, he is going to be one of the best vocalists at Eurovision on the night and will get a lot of jury just from that alone. Yeah, I will say he's not the most experienced performer, I guess, but at the same token, he is very engaging in that vocal, isn't he? And even when he's working hard with the vocal, he still manages to bring that engagement through the camera. I'm also going to say, it's a good song here, Dale. Like, it doesn't feel like it's been overly workshopped or overproduced, and nor does it feel amateurish. It's just hit a good medium point of, of, of being an almost quite genuine song, but being a well-produced song as well. Exactly. And this also has that British sound. Sometimes it's very hard to pinpoint exactly what things are, particularly there's this nice part on the bridge into that last kind of chorus. And it has that real oasisy, ever so slightly Beatlesy part of it, which you just always just associate, even subconsciously, with that music industry. And it's so good to see that being represented in their actual Eurovision song. Yeah, no, I will agree with that. Um, I'm also going to say this song does to me screen jury points. And when you're going off that nadir where they're coming from, then you need points. You just need points to get some momentum. And I think they've picked a good performer and a good song to be able to harvest some points. Exactly. And he's worked with some great songwriters here as well. Amy Wad, she's worked with Ed Sheeran on like Thinking Out Loud. Max Wolfgang has worked with like BTS, Celine Dion, Names Go On. You know, people know this. If you're working with good people, you've got a good entry out there. Juries go ding, 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 and they go, this should be good. And if, as long as it sounds good, they start rewarding it with points. Mm. Now, the theme of the song, just absolutely hand-staging potential to the BBC <laughs> on a platter. If you cannot stage this one, get out of the game, I reckon. <laughs> but with so just with a little imagination on this one, don't overcook the whole thing. He's still got to be able to sing the song. But this should have some impact on stage. Now, there has been a little you know comment from the production team in Turin that this could be one of the ones to watch when it comes to staging. That's promising, but uh, at the same token, let's uh, hope it all comes together on the night. As long as one of the ones to watch for good reason. We all watch those (laughs) trumpets. (laughs) But look, also, UK are trying hard properly. They are touring Europe with Sam. They're going. He was on Bulgarian TV. He's doing the pre-parties. They've always had great ambassadors, but there's just an, an effort from the establishment behind him as well. And that's really, really important because the perception of Britain trying hard is going to help on things like Televote because people can see when Britain's not trying hard enough because they have the best music industry of anyone in Europe. Yeah, I agree with that. And he is an engaging character and getting him out there amongst uh, the other European markets, etc. People want to see the UK do well, but they also want to see them try. And I think that effort is being shown this year. That is a massive, massive pro. My last one here is, it's 
his hair and him. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but he's got a memorable look. An mm. engaging performer as well. His facial expressions. He's got a giant mouth as well. And the way he sings and his hair. He's an interesting looking guy. Mm. And I think it's a visual thing. Yep. You're going to remember him. I know that sounds silly, but it is going to help. And be remembered for a good thing to yeah, be remembered exactly. oh, for, maybe. Ba- the guy with the hair with the bad voice. No, it's going to be the guy with the hair with the good voice. Yeah, I will agree with that. Well, let's talk about some of the things we m- think may be cons here, Dale. Look, I think the song is good, but I don't think it's outstanding by any stretch of the imagination. So there is a danger in missing out on votes by a whisker, which we kind of saw the last couple of years. So especially with juries. Could be uh, very competitive with jury scores. You know, you don't want to end up 11th and 12th because you still get zero points. Yeah, it might be lacking that moment, that real stickability about the song. Because I think it's, again, it's very, very, very good all the way through. Great song. Love it. He's really memorable. But what about the the, the, the song itself? You mm. know, I guess there's the up in Spaceman bit. But maybe on the first listen, are you really crap? I don't know. Where's the moment? Where's the, like, vote for me rather than, like, constantly good? I also think the tempo of the song. It's not a ballad. It's not up-tempo. That leaves us in this mid-range area. And we've seen a few times, mid-range doesn't equal good. Again, you need those extra elements of either him popping through the camera or that staging just to to give it that something extra. Yeah, and those really, that high range and that falsetto sounding that he goes for in um, Space Band, um, there's not much room for error. And uh, when he sings it a lot, sometimes they can be ever so slightly strained, not like in a bad sounding, more like maybe is is if he has to do the full week of rehearsals and everything going on and maybe not a super, super experienced like world performer. I mean, not everybody is, but he's really having to strain his voice a lot constantly. He's got to protect it. We've seen it before. Hello, we saw it in Australia, Jessica Malboy 2018. Um, you've got to look after that instrument and he's got to be really careful to get it right. I did notice on that Bulgarian TV performance you did mention, he's very exposed at a couple of those falsetto moments as well. And it did sound just on the edge of being strained. So I think you're right. He's really, really got to take yeah, care of that. He always gets it, but it's just it's just on it's just just on that limit, isn't it? Yeah. I'm also gonna say for me, there's no real emotion in this song. Like, you know, not every song has to bring you to tears or you have to be up and jumping in your seat. But the successful songs make you feel something. They make you feel sad, they make you feel happy, you're awestruck. And I don't know if this elicits an emotional response more than, oh, that was good. And yeah. that's a very top level kind of response. It's it's only using one side of my brain. I'm not using the other side of my brain when I'm when I'm seeing and hearing this song. Yeah, I don't almost put it as head and heart. Like I know mm. this is almost jury and televo. Like you hear it first time and it's really, really good. And even though the lyrics are very quite touching and once you get the meaning of it. But maybe on that first listen, that's not going to jump out straight away. Mm. Um, look, we already talked about, you know, staging. We know that's there. And I think ultimately that whole part about being a solid package always struggles with the televote where everyone really, really likes it. But do they pick up the phone for it? But ultimately, I think the jury is probably where we're heading towards and votes here rather than mm. the televote. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the Aussie Vision team and where they have put the United Kingdom. The full team voted on all songs competing, and he has finished in number 10. 
Oh, top tenth, ten. Tenth place. That's great. Top ten for the UK. It'd be a while since we've had the UK in the top ten. Yeah, I'm actually kind of thought it might have been higher, but this mm. is a sort of very good result. It did range from first to twenty eighth, three top fives, five top tens, but around half had him in that eleventh to nineteenth spot. Mm-hmm. So that's just that, that slight thing we've we made that comment on about just gotta be careful. I remember last year, James Newman, everyone was outside the 10, but everyone had him in the 15th to 20th to 25th. Mm. So there's just that element of being a very likable song, but maybe not a lovable for not everybody. Yeah. But for some people, definitely. Yeah. So who are we listening to from the team here, Del? Well, we are listening to two of our higher rankers, including a first place for sure there. We are listening to Estelle and Mark. I love this song. It is the most exciting UK entry in, dare I say it, decades. Sam Ryder's voice is exquisite. He has such a good vocal range. I'm hearing shades of Mika, shades of Freddie Mercury in his voice. He is a really solid singer. Spaceman itself is a top quality song and I was hooked from my very first listen. I can't tell you how many times I've played it. I just can't turn it off. It has got to be the best year for the UK in a long, long time. The only question marks may lie in the level of the song. I feel it could do with slightly more of a build. It's all pretty much on the same level. And then there's a question of whether or not the BBC will put any effort into the staging. But all in all, I think this is a terrific song and I'll be following this with great excitement. Look, I'm no anglophile when it comes to Eurovision, but the UK have come to play in 2022. Finally, Spaceman has got all the pop puzzle pieces sorted. There's a melancholy, there's wistfulness, an interesting and playful lyrical hook, and a really nice change up in the bridge too. And seemingly a very likeable and talented performer in Sam Ryder. So I don't think there's any question this is finishing left-hand side, but how high depends on a few key things. Obviously staging. Look, the UK's track record is frankly pretty trash. So they're gonna need to find a balance between the, the grandeur and scale of space and something that's authentic to Sam and intimate enough that we can connect with. Also, the public sentiment, you know, is Europe ready for the UK to start taking Eurovision seriously? I don't know, but this Australian certainly is. Well, Estelle's very positive on this one, one of the best songs in decades. And I think Mark kind of almost captures what I think as well. This is a really positive and solid step in the right direction here for the UK. There may be still a couple of question marks hanging around, though. Yeah, exactly. I think they were very positive about it. Mm. I mean, look, you can probably hear from the accent, Estelle is British, but I think our British Aussie Vision team members have been a bit like, look, I don't normally vote for the UK one, but this is something I'm really proud of. Mm. And friends from the UK, they're saying the same thing. So I think people are getting behind it, and that's half the battle for the UK. So hopefully they get the result that kind of backs that up. Let's hope so. Let's talk about our rap and rank here, Dale. Look, I think overall Sam Ryder and Spaceman is a really positive step in the right direction here for the UK. Look, I just hope it doesn't get overhyped and uh, the build-up and expectation is kept at a reasonable level here. Um, Look, because I'm seeing stuff like, oh, if this doesn't make the top 10, if this doesn't make the top five, that does not matter because then what happens if it doesn't? Oh, we were robbed and we're all negative again. So, just be thankful and, and appreciative. You've got a great artist, a good song. But overall, I think this is really, really growing on me. I like it a lot since it's come out. It's growing on me even more. And I really do hope Sam smashes it out live and does himself proud on the night. For my rankings, Dale, I've given it 17th. 
Oh, okay, it's 17. Look, that's top pretty, 20. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Top 20 is very good. Yeah, no, uh, very very much yeah. so. I mean, and you are pretty much bang on where, as we said, around half the team have it in that area. So I think that is obviously where people are rating and maybe live it might be able to rise even higher. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, look, I love this. <laughs> it's my uh, response to you. Look, maybe it's because I really like that British sound and I really like the uh, British music and I love that sound of it all. Um, and also, maybe I am uh, being a little bit um, biased by the fact that, you know, I've wanted to see the UK do so well for a lot, long time. I'm genuinely chuffed that they have come with an amazing entry here. But look, it just all seems right. It's the right artist. It is the right song. And I do believe they will get the staging right mm. for this, or at least passable. Mm. <laughs> Let's not get carried away They here. better. Even if he stood there and delivered it and just sang it, it will still get points and decent points. So anything they can add on to this will be a bonus. Look, how well it will do will be because of the public, how inventive they can be, the staging, and we'll just have to wait and see. But it doesn't really matter. This is wonderful to see UK doing so well. For me, I'm listening on to on this on repeat. I think it's absolutely a quality song, and I have put it in position number... Three, my oh. third place. Okay, wow, yes. you really do like this. I really love this. Third, third. Okay, yes, Rule Britannia. <laughs> like wow. I really, uh-huh. really, really love this. I listen to this on repeat over and over again. Why are you giving me that face? I oh, know it's no, no, no. Like it's a you good know that song. grimace emoji. That's what Mike's doing to me. Like, oh, really? Third, um, great. Yeah, look, I mean, it's 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 a it's a very good. Package. I think the more I'm hearing it, the more I am enjoying it. I will give it that. But um, oof, third, I just, I just don't. When I did the rankings, like you did, what do I go back and to listen to? Mm. I just listen to this over and over. Fair I enough. I love it. It's obviously striking a chord with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's see if it strikes a chord with the rest of Europe. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You've got to, they've got to be careful on expectation raising up here, I must say. Definitely. Because ultimately, I mean, unless it finishes with nil and nil, which I don't think it will, mm. it's not going to be a failure. No. You've already put in the effort. You've got a good song. You've got a good performer. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly not a Eurovision winner, but a very solid performer potentially coming. I agree. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Um, I hope UK fans have a great Eurovision and just enjoy for what it is. So thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for joining us, guys. Catch you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.